Hey, this morning is, is an incredible morning in the life of our church. Uh, every, every Thanksgiving, the week before Thanksgiving, we have a, a Sunday called Stories of Thanksgivings. And it's one of my favorite Sundays in the life of our church where we get to hear the stories of what God's doing in the lives of those that we worship with on a Sunday morning. And maybe we don't even know them yet. Uh, and we get to kind of hear about those kind of things. But also in the life of our church and just the, the things that God's doing. And we get to celebrate and, 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 and have grateful hearts and, and give thanks for the things that he's doing. So this morning we'll look a little bit different. Uh, if you're a guest, this, the way that we kind of flow through this, this morning will not be our normal uh, Sunday morning, but it's, a, it's an exciting morning as we just kind of share and talk about what God's doing and, and, and celebrate the things that he's done and come with thankful hearts uh, before him. And, and so throughout the, sun, throughout the morning, there'll be moments where we just kind of stop and we, uh, we kind of talk through what we're doing here as we talk about stories of Thanksgiving. So there's not just one moment this morning that we'll uh, stop and have a whole sermon. Uh, and if you have your worship guide and you want to follow along, that's great. And just the first, the beginning, uh, I, I want to share a passage um, from Psalms with you this morning. Psalm 100, which is kind of our text, is our overall text for this morning. It says this, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. He has made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. And if you do have your worship guide and you want, and you want to follow along to, as, as we kind of have little sermonettes throughout this morning, the first one is this, that we worship the Lord with thankful hearts. What's incredible is just in this psalm, what he starts with is just this, this cry, shout for joy to the Lord. All the earth, everyone, everywhere, shout to jo for joy to the Lord. Worship him with gladness, come before him with joyful songs. And so as our band continues to lead us this morning, we want, I want to invite you to worship with joyful hearts, with coming with thankful hearts, with gladness, sing, shout for joy to the Lord as we sing and celebrate this morning and, and celebrate his goodness with thankful hearts. Well, if you have your Bibles, you want to jump back into Psalm 100. Uh, like I said, this is a little bit of a different morning in the way that we just kind of work through it and uh, we're just excited just to be able to sing songs and celebrate and, and, and say thank you in the songs that we sing and to say thank you to Jesus as we baptize, right? Just new life and just the reminder that, that Christ is the one who, who is mighty and holy and what an awesome God that, that rescues us from our sin and uh, we can thank him for that. And, and as we kind of continue this morning, if you have your worship guides and maybe you have your Bible, it, the passage again starting in verse 1, it says, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. And you guys crushed it just now. Yeah, the band was doing a great job of leading us, but y'all were, were ready to go. And I love, somebody was telling me just the, or we were talking just the other day of just, you know, what I, one of the things that I love about our body is not that we're not really young or really old. We really have uh, from, from, very, from very young, I mean, we've got new babies in the womb, which is awesome. Like I, I not, that's weird. Um, <laughs> I know of two families that are, that are pregnant right now, so we're excited about that, right? We've got little, little, little ones, right? We're growing a church that way. But we also have, uh, we have, Ms. Nunn, you're, 
35, 35, that's it. So that's the, the far end uh, of it. So, uh, so, I mean, maybe we are young. So we, ha- uh, we, we're, we have a broad, I'm, I'm fumbling now. Uh, <laughs> it's, we have a wide breadth of who's here. And what I love is even as I stand over here, what we were talking about the other day is that we, that we do have such a wide range of, of people in the room from ages and, and, and all of those things. But God, you guys worship. Right, and and it's not just the young, you know, zealous ones that worship. Right, it's some of our 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 older adults, our retired. Fam- I, I mean, I love to watch you guys and look and and be reminded that man, the best days are ahead, and 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 you guys set the stage for that. So y'all rocked it, y'all crushed it as we worship the Lord with thankful hearts and hands raised and shouting for joy to the Lord. The second thing in this passage, as it goes in verse three, it says, "Know that the Lord is God." He says, know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. So the second thing I want to point out from this passage that I think is just so clear is first that we worship him, right? Secondly, that we trust the Lord with thankful hearts. I mean, you think about this passage, what David is inviting, what the psalmist is inviting us is to do is, is to, to know that the Lord is God, to meditate, to recognize who he is, that he is who he says he is, that he is majestic and holy and, and mighty and he is an awesome God, to know him and to know, not only know him in all of his glory and majesty and might, not only just to know him, but to know that you belong to him that you are his, that you and I, as, as those who trust Christ for salvation, who have put our faith in Jesus and have the new life of Christ in us, that we belong to him. We are the sheep of his pasture, and he is the good shepherd, and he knows what we need, and we can trust him, and we can trust him. So we trust him with thankful hearts. Today, I know that across the, across the room, if you, your 2023, 2022 has been anything like my 2022, it has not been the most awesome of years. There have been challenges. There have been major, major bumps along the road, but I can trust him. And I know that I am, am a sheep in his pasture and that he is a mighty God and he cares for me. And that we can trust him. And this morning we want to share just kind of first a video of, of a couple that just is one of those examples for me. Uh, I get to work with this couple. Actually, uh, they, they, as you'll hear in the story, they, they have just recently moved. Uh, so they're not a part of our body anymore uh, at Franklin. But, um, but I've watched them and, and been able to see from afar their trust in the Lord and walking with Jesus. And so I want to share this video with you. And then we have uh, one of our own, uh, Luke and Megan Rogis, who are going to come up and share a little bit about their story and how they're thankful and how God is growing their faith in him. So first we'll watch uh, this of the Rabelhoffers. Hi, I'm Jim Rabelhoffer. And I'm Gretchen Rabelhoffer. We've been married for 38 years and we have been at Rolling Hills for eight Last January, we had an incident in our lives that just really shook our world. I play ice hockey, and during the game, I don't really remember any of this because of how it occurred, but my heart stopped and I collapsed. Little did I know that our goalie, I played defense, and our goalie is an EMT, and he jumped right into action. He recognized what had, that I had collapsed. 
Um, the other team had a firefighter and a personal trainer who also came to help. They were able to get the AED from the rink and shocked my heart and got it started again and did CPR. I got a call from the rink and said that he was down and that they were performing CPR on him and that they were going to take him to Vanderbilt. And I got in my car and when I found him there, he was unconscious already. I wasn't sure what had happened. I was uh, just very confused where I was, why I was there, what had happened, because it was just so different for me. And, um, and Gretchen helped so much with, with making me feel back at home and understanding, explaining to me where I was and what was going on. I was just amazed how many people had emailed me and um, got on the phone from all over the country, people letting me know that they were praying for me. And, I was just overwhelmed by that. And, and through it all, it had given me such peace, knowing that we were in the presence of God and that he was taking care of us and we were gonna be um, okay through it all. I look back at it and there's so much in that whole period that I'm thankful for. I'm thankful just that I could play hockey at my age. I was thankful that when I collapsed, that I had equipment on and had no additional physical injuries. And thankful that for skilled people, our, our goalie came over and he's working on me. And thankful for Gretchen and my family who just ran and ran to support me and surround me. I am so grateful for our church family because they surrounded us and just gave me a great sense of who God was. And I really saw that through our church family. And now we're, uh, we're thankful for the next chapter in our life. I'll be retiring at the end of the year. And Gretchen and I are moving to California to be closer to our grandson. We go without any real expectations of what it's gonna be like, but just know that God has a plan for us out there. And I think he brought me through this for a reason and that he does have a plan for me in California. And, and whatever may happen, just to know that, that God is there with us holding us and loving us so deeply is something that I'll always be thankful in my life. Jim and Gretchen are super special folks and they, uh, they do. They, 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 if you've ever been around somebody that, that just seems like they constantly uh, talk about and um, point to Jesus as the reason and the source for, uh, for their hope and their joy, it, that's, that's that couple. And uh, I've watched him pray for his family and pray for, uh, pray, all of them pray for, um, pray for other folks and, and just trust the Lord is going to be who he says he is and, and do what he says he's going to do and just trust, uh, put on, display that trust for us. And actually, Luke and Megan, if y'all want to come up, uh, they, Luke and Megan, or Luke grew up with uh, Jim and Gretchen, right? You're, you're, uh, they've been a part of your story. Uh, we did not plan this. These guys are uh, from Chicago, uh, and that's where uh, the, the Rabelhoffers are from. And so they had worked on staff with your dad for a while there. And, um, and, and we, we, we pray for the Rabelhoffers because they're those few folks that are actually traveling west. Um, as they do, like, the, I don't know if they ran into traffic as they went that direction coming this way. Uh, I'm sure there was no traffic going that way. Um, 
But uh, we, we pray for them as they do just kind of that next season of life. And you guys over the past little bit have entered new seasons in life and as y'all kind of made a move from Chicago down here. So tell us a little bit of what, what guys, what brought y'all here? Uh, why, why did y'all make the move uh, to Middle Tennessee and, and to, be, to be in this area? Yeah, so we moved down to uh, Columbia in September of 2020. Um, our first daughter was born in March of 2020. So that was right as COVID was starting and uh, we just started going on walks. Everything was shut down completely. And uh, we started going on walks together, talking a bunch, praying a bunch together. And um, throughout from March to September, uh, the Lord made it really clear that it was, it was time for us to move we had never really planned on making a, a big move like that, especially so quickly. Um, but my parents had moved uh, to Spring Hill a few years earlier, so we had fallen in love with the Middle Tennessee area. Um, so once we had made that decision, it was pretty pretty clear that this was where we were supposed to be. Um, yeah, anything to add? Yeah, so we, um, we had a lot going on in our lives back in Illinois, and it was just um, we felt God calling us to move. To, to get out of there, and uh, it was very exciting. It was, I would say it's one of the best decisions we've ever made, but um, it definitely came at a, a cost, and it was uh, really difficult, but it's been so neat to uh, to see God move in our lives and his faithfulness and how he's really transformed our lives um, because we were just obedient and said yes to what he had for us, so. Yeah. And so you, you got, y'all really have been a part, like, like we talked about, Alex have been a part of the campus since the beginning. I, I feel like it was almost right at the beginning. Uh, and so what made y'all decide to make this your home? I mean, y'all lived in Columbia, but family, all of your family went to, to the, the Franklin campus. And so what made you decide to, to kind of make this home uh, for, for you guys? Yeah, so once we moved down here, it was right around then when uh, they announced, Rolling Hills announced that there'd be a Columbia campus happening. Um, and we were attending the Franklin campus for that first year that we lived here. Um, but right when that announcement came, we were excited to, to be a part of the launch of, of Columbia. It's right down the road from our house. Um, we wanted to be involved in our local community. Um, having two little girls, it was a lot easier to drive five or 10 minutes as opposed to 45 minutes. Um, there were a lot of different reasons. Uh, right before COVID up in Illinois, we had started going to a church. It was, it was actually another setup and teardown campus. Um, and we liked the, the smaller feel of that church too. So that was a, another thing that was compelling to us to, yeah. to join Columbia. Awesome. Yeah. And the timing of everything was just really kind of crazy that we settled in, um, the Columbia area and the proximity to where, uh, this campus is. And it, we really just couldn't help but feel like. God perhaps called us here for this church. Yeah, it's awesome. And, and Luke serves on every other, I think is probably the right for, uh, with the setup and teardown. So you can thank him for the, the, the pipe and drape that's been set up and those kind of things. And y'all serve together in kids and, and uh, nursery, is that right, on the on preschool side? Uh, so we thank y'all both for that. And if y'all want to join Luke any morning, uh, any Sunday morning, we meet here right at 7 o'clock, and y'all can join and help us do that. It would be awesome. Uh, guys and girls, it's, uh, it's not limited to just dudes uh, on that one. That's a plug. It wasn't a part of the script here. I'm sorry. Um, and so over the past couple of years, I mean, I, I, I've had some conversations with you, but over the past couple of years, God's done, I mean, it seems like he's, he's grown you guys in your relationship with him and, and, and your relationship with each other in some other ways. And so w what are some of the ways that, what are some of the things that you've seen and, and can kind of look back and say, we're really thankful for what God's done in our lives over the past little bit in this way? 
Yeah, I think that um, the biggest the biggest thing has really been trying to get connected as much as we can uh, in the church. So involved in in serving, uh, joining a community group. That's that's where we've met a lot of different people and have been really encouraged uh, by them to really grow in our faith individually and together as well as in a group of people. Um, specifically with some mentors in our group have encouraged us to, to read the Bible daily. And so we've started doing a, a daily Bible reading program together. So we were able to do that by ourselves, but then talk about things that, that stand out to us and uh, really just kind of support each other in that way. So um, yeah. those things have been, have been big for us. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, we've really, uh, God's grown us and I think every way we could have ever imagined. We've always, um, what we have now here at the Columbia campus is what we've always wanted. We've always wanted to um, be super involved in our church, um, with the community and, and all that good stuff and we've never had that before. And so, um, it's really neat to, to see how God's, again, just been so faithful to us. And we love our community group leaders, the nuns, they're the best. Um, to know them is to love them truly. So um, we just feel really blessed to be here with UT and just the whole, yeah. the whole thing. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. And anything, I, I'm kind of give you all the freedom just to kind of freelance this. I mean, if freelance, that's not the right word. That's stupid. I'm dumb. <laughs> just to kind of... Um, Freestyle, thank you, thank you uh, from the front row there. And anything else that you just, you know, you're thankful for what the Lord's doing and, um, and, and just want to share with, with, with the body in general? Um, I'd just say that, that the more that we've gotten involved, the, the more that God's been faithful to us and the more that we've been able to, to see how he's been faithful to us. Yeah. Um, he's always been working behind the scenes, but uh, the closer we've grown to him, the more that we've seen him work in even more ways than we even thought that he was doing. Awesome. Yeah, it's good. Well, thank you all so much. If you've seen their two little girls running around here, there it's precious, precious. And um, as we transition, just there, uh, just one more uh, of the of the points as you're looking through that in this passage in uh, Psalms. If the bands want to come back up, we're, we're going to sing a little bit more uh, as we transition to the last couple of things. Uh, this. The, the passage continues in verse 4. It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. And, and you know, as, as we think about just kind of the, the different spots, you know, we, we, have, we, we say we, we worship him with thankful hearts and we trust him, right? But there's, there's a lot of times that I think even as we sit in the room, we think, man, that's for somebody else. But I, I, want, I want you to hear this invitation that it, it says, come to him. Right, there's an invitation to enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. To enter, there's an invitation for us to enter his presence with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And one of the things that over, over the past 20 some odd years that God has allowed me to be in ministry, one of the things that has, has grabbed my heart the most in those years is on the one side where we talk about just this hugeness, the majesty and the glory of God and knowing that he is who he says he is and that we belong to him. And then there's the intimacy of God. That these two things, that he is all of these things and yet he invites us to come. And this morning as we sing, as we celebrate, as we work through uh, this, this passage and just and, and talk about what God is doing and, and, and have us the, this Sunday where we talk about thanksgiving and, and all of those things, I, what, I, what I hope that happens for us is that we're reminded that Jesus has invited us to come. And the, most, the clearest picture of that invitation is on the cross. 
that he said, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That he has invited us to come into his presence, not sullen, not, not, not sad, not, this is not to sing a dirge, but to celebrate, to sing in joyful songs, to come into his presence. And so as we continue to sing, I, these songs that we're going to sing, these next couple of songs, I'm asking you to continue to sing and to shout and to celebrate with thanksgiving the fact that God is, he is who he says he is, and he's invited you to come and have a relationship with him and to be with him. He's invited you into his court, into his presence, to sing his praise. In the last part of this passage in verse 5, it says this, that, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. If you're following along in your worship guide, the last of these is that we rest in the Lord with thankful hearts. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. And his faithfulness, his faithfulness, his love endures and his faithfulness continues forever, through all generations. And so, you know, we, we, I think about just the, the fact that we have these, these stories of thanksgiving and a lot of our stories of thanksgiving is looking back, right? It's looking back and saying, God, we've seen you do these things and we're thankful for them. So this morning I, I spoke to some, one, of our, one of our friends the, uh, that, that got to pray with their grandchildren this morning to trust Christ for salvation, this morning. Right before they came to church, I mean that's stories of Thanksgiving, but but we're, I mean even even in that we're thanking God for what He's done, and we're looking back to say we're thanking you for these things, what you're doing right now in our presence. But I want to say not only are we thanking Him for all of those things, but we're looking forward and saying thank you for what you're going to do. That maybe it's maybe like we said a second, maybe your 2022 was not great. And maybe you're hoping 2023 would be awesome. Do you remember in 2019 when we were like, 2022 or 2020 is going to rock. It's going to be like the year of vision. And it wasn't. <laughs> but God was still good in all of that, right? And there's so many things I can look back on in 2020 and say, God, thank you for that. I would never have asked you to do all of those things because I would not have even come up with it, right? But you were good even when I had no idea what you had planned what you had before us. And so I, today we look at it and I say, God, I, I, what I hope is that we can say as a body, thank you for what you're going to do. We want to we pre, preemptively thank him for those things. And one of those, one of those ways that I, and I, I, I sit down, I, I kind of want to have that like, I wish I had a fire that I could put, this fireside chat for us this morning is just to encourage us in, this, in, in the place that we find ourselves right now. Individually to find those reasons just to say, God, thank you for what you've done, what you're doing, and God, thank you for what you're going to do because I know that your love endures and your faithfulness continues through all generations. To find those specific things, and we'll come back to that in just a second, but as a church, I want to say this, that God is doing so much. It has been an incredible year. It has been an incredible year and almost a half now of just watching God move and, and get to see and kind of I can look back and say, God, I thank you for all of these things that you've done. But there's one specific thing that I want to say right now. I want to ask you to be with me and thanking him for right now and praying with me 
and asking God to, to do something incredible over the next several weeks. Last week, I, I know that uh, I wasn't here. Thank you for covering the bases, all of those who did that. Ms. Laura Chapman was here to, to kind of get us to be, kind of get us the, the welcome and do all those things. And I know she mentioned in the welcome that the red envelope is our year-end giving. We talked about it a couple weeks ago that the red envelope was, went for playgrounds across all of our campuses. But this next year, uh, just because of the way God put it together, all of, most, majority of what, hap- what, we, what, what happens in that red envelope is that year-end giving campaign is going to go specifically to help us find a, play, a permanent home. And we love what God, I mean, I'm so thankful. 10 o'clock every day, I thank God for this building and for this, the fact that we get to do worship here on a regular basis. Incredible. It's such a great opportunity. But we knew that this was only going to be for a little while and that God had some other place for us. And so right now, we're in the, in the cusp of that where, where what is given is going to go mostly, majority, some part of it's going to go to, to giving Christmas in Moldova because uh, we can't visit there. So we're going we're gonna to send Christmas presents to our kids and those kind of that we support there will have Christmas this year. But, but secondly, the majority of that's going to go for us to, have a, to help us find a location. And I, I'll tell you this, because I can't tell you everything, but I can tell you these things, that, that we are in really good conversations about that that there are really good conversations happening right now, and not, not literally right now, right? So calm down. There are really good conversations happening in, in, in right, right these, these weeks about that location. And hopefully in a couple of weeks, like December 4th is I think that's like two weeks from now, hopefully on that Sunday we can tell you more details about that specifically. But I... I I'm encouraged by that, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward and saying, God, I, I'm thankful. If this is where we're at for the next year, that's great. But I'm thankful that there's an opportunity that's on the, on the horizon and for a church across four campuses that's willing to say, hey, we're going to put all of this effort towards this one thing. And that's incredible. And I want to say thank you for that. And I want to say thank you on the, on the front side to you guys for being those leading out in that way. And, and I, like, I'm asking you guys, and, and I, I, don't know, I don't know anything about how deep your pockets are. I'm just asking you to, to, to pray about it and say, God, how can we participate in being a part of this, providing a place for us to have a permanent location as a church at Rolling Hills Columbia? And so just I, I'm thanking you on the, on the front end of saying, God, wh- what is that going to look like? Wh- how, how are we going to participate in that? But I'm thanking the Lord ultimately to say he's, he has already started that process. And this time next year, who knows, stories of Thanksgiving, we may be talking about what God has done and how we're in our own building and how we're being, we have the opportunity to reach the, our neighborhood in a, brand new, in a brand new place for us. And so I, I, I want to say thank you for that. Now, on, the, on your own side... I know that just what I hope that you can do. And, and when you came in, uh, there's, we got a, I think... I'm thankful for card. And, and what, what I hope is for all of us, and I think just this kind of practice for all of us, is just to spend a couple seconds and say, God, what am I thankful for? And I, and I, I, I want to ask you to do two different ways, right? I want you to look back and say, God, these, this is what I'm overwhelmingly thankful for over the past year, and this is what I'm thankful for as I look forward. On a personal level, I mean, you can, you can pray and thank God for the church and for a, the potential of a building, that's great. But I'd, I'd, I'd beg you to make that personal. 
And, and ask God, it's thanking him for what he's done over the past year and thanking him for what you see is coming and asking him to give you clarity on those things and just, and, and just have a thankful heart as we look forward uh, to the next year. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you. We pray that our hearts would truly be filled with gratitude for what you've done and you have done so much. And for what you're doing right now in our midst, the the fact that, God, we know that you are here as you've invited us into your presence, God, that, that we are in your presence and that you are here actively working in our hearts and softening our hearts and moving in us and, 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 and moving in our hearts to, towards repentance, that we would, we would repent and bring our, bring our needs to you. We know that you're moving in our hearts to bring our cares and our concerns. And you say, cast your cares on, on you because you care for us. And so we thank you that we can bring those things right now to you. And we thank you that for what you're doing and what you're going to do. God, we thank you for what you're going to do. And it's way bigger than a building, Father. It's way bigger than a building. We thank you for the lives that are going to be transformed as your gospel is proclaimed. As you allow us to have another tool, another instrument in our tool belt to invite people in to hear your gospel. It's not about brick and mortar, Father. It's about your gospel transforming lives. So we thank you for that. And we look forward to it. We pray that you would receive our our offering of song, God, our 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 story, our story of thanksgiving. And that we would celebrate well the gift that you've given in your son. It's in Christ's name we pray. We thank you for your blood. Amen.